All righty, and we are back for another episode of the Time, Time to, to Get, get Real. Real podcast. I am your host, Gabe. I'm and I'm Joe. Along with my mother, Joe. And today we are going to be switching it up a bit. Um, it's come to my attention that uh, a lot of the movies I have chosen have been superhero based. Mm-hmm. Or animated. Or animated in some sense. And mom was like, you know what? We're taking over. We're taking over. We're going to choose something new. So we, um, mom actually, mom, take the lead because you were the one that introduced me to this film. I had never heard of it before. It's an oldie, but goodie. And we we have a lot of new movies that are coming up that we're going to be reviewing this year. But we got to take it back because there are a lot of good films that he has not seen before and so yeah, we got to take it lie. back we got to bring some of the oldies but goodies back and review them and you know just continue the appreciation for movies that's Classics. the whole reason why we have this all right so what film are we reviewing today ma today we are reviewing one of my all-time faves gattaca gattaca yes came out in 1997 yes and it and is still a good film to that, watch today yes starring and ethan hawk Uma Thurman and Jude Law, mm-hmm. Gattaca. So, um, Ma, it initial was, thoughts? Well, it was recently released back on well onto Netflix, which I love. I actually listen to the soundtrack more often than I probably should, but I actually love it. Um, that was the, of the first soundtrack. thing she said about it. Mm, was, love um, it! Oh my gosh! How good the soundtrack was before she said anything about the film. She was like, "I love the soundtrack." Mm-hmm. And it was composed by Michael. Nyman is an original score, best, best music. Um, so I have to give a shout out to him. That's one of the reasons why I fell in love with the film. But the plot is amazing. Um, it is a pretty good plot. Well, you want to tell them what it's about or for those that haven't seen it? Or? Well, the the movie is about, it's, a, it's supposed to be a futuristic movie. Sci-fi um, film. Sci-fi film, futuristic movie, where they're in a time where people are basically being genetically modified to be the, their, their best selves. Um, when we You're procreate your own babies, it's like yeah. if you went to uh, a fast food restaurant, how you choose your own food. That's, that's how you're doing now with the children. <laughs> you're choosing your own kids and what, what they're oh made of and, um, what disease, you know, taking away diseases. And it's basically what, it, well, as they it said, came the movie, out genoism, geno, genoism. Genoism. Yeah, we, it came out at a time. I was in high school. So that's kind of giving you a little. This is real, y'all. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> it's giving you a little insight into my age. But I was in high school. And at the time in our biology class, we were studying cloning. They had cloned the first goat or something to that. And they were talking sheep about cloning. Like that. And, yeah. Sheep. Sorry, sheep. Ugh. Or lamb, and they were um, they were talking about um cloning organs, you know, to save people's lives and everything. And then this movie hits in 1997, and it was just like, okay, well, this is not cloning, but it's showing how people can be basically enhanced by um, yeah, as they tampering one, with their genetics. One of the doctors so, said in the movie, he was like, it's like if he was talking to the parents, and he was like. It's still your child, but we're just taking the best of the both of you mm-hmm. and like getting rid of all the, the not good stuff in our right. lives. So and if it's crazy because were... real quick, mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of articles like over the past few years, you hear about it here and there. But that's like a thing that they're really trying to get going. I've heard is um, allowing people to choose like, hey, your child has the say like you have the sickle cell trait or whatever. We can get rid of that for you, but 
we're gonna genetically a pre- mod- predisposition for sickle cells. Like both yeah. of y'all are carriers, and, and if there's a chance that your or, child could have yeah. um, sickle cell, then they can get rid of that. Or say if Other heart disease and, or yeah. you know high blood pressure, anything of it was it um myopia is one thing that they mentioned, which is nearsightedness. But you know that was um, all those things. All of those things. It was like you know your child won't have to wear glasses. They can be extremely good athlete, and all of the talent and everything that can be brought forth. They can basically modify your genes to create the best of the both of you for your children. You know what I like? Before I actually want to go from like beginning to the um, okay. So let's get let's do it. Yeah, for that from the end. I, we don't really have to say too much about the plot. I do want to say spoilers for those that haven't seen it. I mean. Spoilers, Spoilers, but you know, and as always, go watch the film. Watch the film. Come back, one. comment. Let us know what you thought about it. Let us know if there was stuff that you thought we should have um, really or anything. Yeah, exactly. That's something we missed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I will say I I really enjoyed the film. I went in no no judgment or anything. I didn't know what it was about at all. And I, I wouldn't tell and, him. And he I went, wanted she him wouldn't to tell me, and I was like, start. you know, I'm not gonna read the plot on it, like how they have on like Google, mm-hmm. a little uh, excerpt or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm just gonna watch it. And off the bat, it was crazy because it was like how I could relate it to real life. You know how they say watch the movies. You have things like mm-hmm. The Simpsons, where it's like that. That was an the episode. Simpsons predict everything. You know, we need to you, do a review. Movies. On the they they say a lot of things in movies. You can kind of see come to real life. Mm-hmm. So it's just crazy how I could relate that to real life. Now, one thing I found interesting right off the bat before they even introduced any of the characters or said anything about the film, the first thing that came up on the screen was a um, a scripture, and mm-hmm. it was what Ecclesiastes seven thirteen, mm-hmm. and it started off by saying, "Consider God's handiwork; who can straighten what He hath made crooked?" And at first, I didn't understand that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "What? What? What does this have to do?" But it was it was interesting to see how like. They no tied one can tamper or change what what God was has created. Made. Yes, yeah. Whether and we it, think it's good, crooked or not, then like, they're like, "That's not for." And you even to that, I think it goes deeper than that to where, like, the character, mm-hmm. the main character, his name is Vincent, mm-hmm. and he was born of nat- as they called natural a birth. God child. He's a uh, god child, or he's a um. He was natural born. What are they? His an parents. invalid. That's what they also called mm-hmm. it, or a. Uh, they called it a. Oh, he's a degenerate. Degenerate. Um. Anyways, before we get into like his birth and whatnot, I, I know, they started off by showing him as an adult, and it was weird because you know how he he was like scrubbing himself. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand. I was like, why is he scratching himself and scrubbing his hair so hard? Well, the very first shot no. we get is of nails. Yes, it's the sprinkling. It looks like dust is falling. Yes, there's this huge and they use the 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 whoever did the sound for it was amazing. Um. You see, like things falling to the ground. It's this huge thud that you hear, and then all of a sudden, it's like they, you know, they pan out a little bit. It's like, like oh, those are nail clippings. Yeah, it was just and crazy. That's, his routine, you know, skin cells that are yeah. dust that's falling off from his skin. So that's, you know, and then you kind of like, what is going on? And then they show it a little bit later. In yeah, the film. I just thought it was crazy the routine. So let's just talk about his birth first. I guess that makes sense, even though they didn't show that before they showed him. So at birth, you you can hear him like narrating and talking about how um, it's they're in a time where they can basically determine and tell you how your whole life is gonna play out. They uh-huh. read you your whole life. Like the uh-huh. the doctor was like, "All right, your son, he he he's gonna have some sort of heart disease, uh-huh. and he probably won't make it past 30. and all the things they were listing yeah. before he had even. You know, not, like he, he said, back like in our born. time, it's like ten toes, ten fingers, healthy baby. Mm-hmm. But there, it's like 
they they're gonna stick have you with something. Myopia. And, they're going to yeah, have heart crazy. disease. They're gonna have this and percent of liver failure, kidney failure, but, and all yeah, of their they, life expectancy is gonna be thirty years. I mean, they basically read your child's life. Of yeah, everything. essentially, and that's I thought it was crazy mm-hmm. how they could do that, and basically, it's like a different, as he called it, it was, um, it's discrimination down to a science. Literally. Like if you're a, a godchild or invalid, whatever you want to call it, you are. Um, that's the new form of discrim- discrimination, and that's what Vincent said. He was like, "There's no more, you know, color or class or any of this. It's your blood is determines how your life is, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's like the people that are genetically, I guess you could say, engineered or mm-hmm. however you want yeah. to call it, they're called valids. Like they're the people. They're the better, the best of, of the, the best, two, the really. best of the best. That's so, what it was. Before we go on with that. How Gay read the the first quote was a scripture from Ecclesiastes. The second yeah. one, they followed they it, up follow it up with another, another yeah, quote yeah. by William Galen. And it says, I not only think that we will tamper with Mother Nature, I think Mother wants us to. So it's basically saying, it's, the, it's, it's basically playing out both sides of what we're looking to expect. From Ecclesiastes, it's saying that, no one should tamper. Who who can tamper with what Something God has not, made? Yeah, and they're following up by saying we're going to tamper Mother Nature, but we also think that you know Mother Nature wants us to. They wants us to be the best of the best. So it's basically man versus That's what, what they God say created, like, pretty much. Um, the survival of the fittest, the the strong survive always, and that's mm-hmm. how like nature is. Mm-hmm. The strong usually survive. So that was crazy, and I just thought it was it it was weird how like. In our time, people try so hard to have babies, and you want to have them of natural birth. Mm-hmm. And in this, it's like now natural births are being frowned upon, and it's just those people are are oh, considered the, ca- the, the weaker. Yeah, so that's how it starts, really. And I just thought it was it was crazy because mm-hmm. he, like he said, um, your resume is in your cells. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and oh, like, and that <laughs> we're jumping ahead a little bit, but that is literally your interview. Yeah, like if you go in for a job, say you go in to apply for NASA, you go in and it's no longer you fill out the paperwork and all that. You go in, you give a you could lie on your resume, but there's (laughs) samples of you. Yeah, they're gonna get a sample whether it's from your urine, your blood, um, you know, your fingerprints, whatever you touch. They're gonna get that sample, sample and that's your that's your interview. You either pass or fail that way. It's literally who you. Who you are, what you are made of. No mm-hmm. longer, you know, what you can do. It's like, no, what what are you made of, for real? Okay. Okay, but yeah, so just, okay, um, jumping back to the very beginning. I, th- mm. I thought even with all that, all the like, we can get your, number one, it's just crazy how much we leave behind of ourselves. Oh my like, God. Like I touch a counter and it's like skin flakes or, you know, Everywhere. little nail, little piece of your nail. And for them to really zoom in and highlight it. Like how much we truly mm-hmm. leave behind. Like me just laying my head down on a pillow can leave a, a strand of my hair. hair and to see the little them. details he went through to like scrub himself clean, to pick up, up all the hair, to like how clean, basically how he finesse said cleanliness the is next to godliness. Yeah, he and that's what he, he was. That's like one of a little I mini noticed. vacuum and spray, like everything. Every time he touched, every time he touched anything. Yeah, yeah. So I thought it was cool how even even though you're you leave yourself everywhere. And mm-hmm. your re- the your sales are your resume. Your blood is who you are. Mm-hmm. He still found a way to finesse the system. So let's get and into let's that get into too, that. because why are we keep they, talking about how Ethan Hawke with Vincent's character? Vincent is, is the invalid. character. 
why he's cleaning up after himself. Why is he scrubbing himself? Let's get into yeah. like the why. Like, why are we talking about this? Yeah. So basically, um, Vincent was born, and he he's always ever since he was a little kid. He he's aspirational. One, he, he's he's got aspirations. He wants to felt, go to outer space, but he's always felt like an outcast. They mm-hmm. highlighted that and how his brother was genetically engineered. His brother was the perfect specimen. And that naturally made Vincent feel like number two, as you. And that's from when he was born. So his father, he's he's the godchild. He's the oldest, and even with his name, his mom, his his father always wanted a son named Anton, named after him. And um, the mother said, and have a son worthy of his name. And because of all of the the defects that they listed about him. Um, he was like, no, name him Vincent. Cause mom says Anton is the name. And his father said, no, 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 let's name him Vincent Anton. So even at birth before he can, I mean, he said his first cry, they're already saying that, you know, he can't add up to even his father's name. Mm-hmm. So they named him Vincent. And then, and then he, like they have when a, he was, uh, they had another son that they genetically engineered and they mm-hmm. named him Anton. And they named him Anton. And I liked how they highlighted on that, even from when they were little kids, where Vincent was 10 and his brother was 8. Mm-hmm. Brother's brother was like 4 inches taller than him. Mm-hmm. And they didn't say anything and about he's it. Already... They noticed that. Mm-hmm. And he, so from a young age, he's feeling like an outcast. And I, I thought it was cool how, I'm just going to say it like this, it was cool to see how he was a baller, not letting what was on the inside of him mm-hmm. determine who he was, even though that's the way they right. said it had to be. So basically, Vincent... He grows up feeling kind of like an outcast, and that's what everyone made him feel like. It wasn't his choice, but he um, he's always had aspirations to go to space. He wants to be an astronaut, mm-hmm. and his parents told him he couldn't do it, and everyone's telling him he can't do it, and he basically, the whole story is him finding a way to do that, and he goes to, he ends up finding work, lower class work. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a janitor. He's a janitor at this school called Gattaca, a space school, basically. No, it's, a, it's an employment. He, he, it's his job. No, I'm saying the school, though. It's a space school. Gattaca is like a program for people, to, for astronauts. Mm-hmm. Not school, but like, yeah. it's an uh, astronaut school, I guess you could say. And he basically finds a way to work his way to becoming, a, a, I guess you could say, a student and finding his way to space. And they have this, they highlight um, how they had this, like, I guess, black market kind of scheme. Where yeah, I mean, could, like people are always gonna find a way <laughs> to do find a way. something, even so, with the interviewers and everything. Your blood being everything, your resume, pretty much. Way. Yeah. So he finds this, um, what was it a black val- market? Yeah, black person market who guy. basically is selling people's DNA and their identity. <laughs> like you can be them, and that's what I like. He said it's uh, really literally stealing someone else's identity. Yeah, that's, he said there is the guy he ends up taking. He said even though you know your blood is who you are. There's no gene for fate. Mm-hmm. And you know, blood is a commodity. And it's, a, it's uh, what do you say? It has no nationality. So it's like, it's crazy to see how we have commodities like gold and this and that, mm-hmm. but blood is a commodity and yeah. you know, their world. And I thought it was interesting because it was like the, there's no gene for fate. The guy, he ends up, um, his identity, who he's using, so like he's not per- stealing the identity. But they they, they have an agreement. It's an agreement that basically we're going to partner together. And you're going to be me. Yeah, and I'm going to be you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So we're going to bring in who that person is. It's Jude Law. Yeah, and they call His um, name is Jerome. Jerome, yep. But um, he in the film, he tells Vincent to call him Eugene because he has to get used to 
appearing and being, and being Jerome. Jerome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So basically, Vincent becomes the new Jerome. Jerome is this valid who's the top An Olympic of the athlete, top, right? And his whole life has been said he's supposed to be number one. But what I like, so this is one of my favorite parts of the whole film. Me and mom talked about this a little bit. Um, there's what really three or four main people, four different stories, right? Mm-hmm. You have Vincent, who's the invalid, and they've his whole life they told him he can't be it, mm-hmm. but yet he. What's on the inside doesn't stop him from um, achieving his goals and his dreams. And that's real life where it's like, it doesn't matter where you come from or what anyone says. If you want something, you can go out and work for it and you can get it. Exactly. Then you have Uma Thurman, who is a valid, but they, she has a heart defect Mm -hmm. and they're telling her, you know, you have potential basically, but you know, don't think too big, I guess, because of this thing. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, here's this person who's been, who can do it, but hearing one thing has kind of. Yeah, she, Straight. she's basically going by, they've told her, she's doing the opposite of Vincent. She's a valet, but she has a defect, and they've told her that you can't do certain things, and she's buying into that. Where Vincent is like, you can't tell me what I can do. Can't I can do push past whatever what yep. your whatever yeah. my genes are telling me that I can do. She's like, nope, I have heart defects. So I'm not even going to try. I'm not going to put myself out there to get hurt, because right. if they're right about she's it, not, then... she doesn't. She's not even willing to push herself a little bit. Yeah. And um, then you have Eugene slash Jerome, who his whole life is he's been basically told that he is the perfect person and he's number one. And I guess what I like about him is that even though he it's literally in his DNA to be the The best, best. it like you can it shows how you can a push a person can get pushed to an extent that they should not be. They get so, I guess, caught up in that and they keep getting told being told these things. Mm And it's like that made him go crazy. And it was like, so he's been told he's perfect. And that he should have him have, he trying to live up things. to being perfect mm-hmm. actually. He's made living his life. up to what other people's expectations should be of his and that life. Ends and up that's like not ruining in his, his life. life. Right. Yeah, that's, that's not like, what he drives, wants. It's not his dream. I don't want to say it drives him crazy, but it like, you can see how that could drive a person crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, that's like, you know, people in the world where it's like you expect so much of somebody and you push, like, say, a kid so hard, mm-hmm. but that ends up making them. Or especially if they don't have the heart for it. Let's go with that. Yeah. They don't have, if they don't aspire to that, they don't, those are not their dreams. They don't have the heart. It's like, you have the talent. You just don't have the heart. It's like, they may and not so, want to do that. And right. he's basically driven to a point where he should not be because of the, these expectations. So even though he's the perfect specimen. And we'll tell unquote, how, what happened to Jerome in a second. Yeah. Then we have our fourth. Who is, um, I would say. Anton, Anton, who yeah. is like he's also been told he's the perfect specimen, not quite perfect, not but he's he's perfect, a valid, he, just he's a valid, yes, and he pushes himself. He 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 um he cannot conceive that how how is my body unable to do the very thing that my invalid brother, brother can, do. can do? That's how is this so even possible? He, he's really humble like, in a way, right? It's actually shocking to him. Like I'm a valid. I have the capability for this, but I physically am unable to do the very thing that my brother can do. Yeah. So basically it's just the whole story. Okay. So plot, basically, right. let's get to the plot. So Vincent ends up going to Gattaca. He's like, he's Jerome, I, as Jerome. and mm-hmm. he's the top of the top student. He's set to go to Ju- or Saturn. Um, and you know, everything's going to he's plan. Just trying to get he's just out trying of to get out, of, get out into space. And, and he's, we're just real quick before we finish the plot. Just how is he able to do this at Gattaca? So with oh, yeah. all so of their, the black market scheme, basically him and Jerome have has, an agreement. Mm-hmm. Jerome like makes him all these different gadgets, like little, 
uh, pouches, finger pouches where you they can have drops of blood, blood in that it. way when he gets pricked, you know, because that's that, their daily entry. Um, Instead of having a, a badge to get into work, you, you get your finger pricked prick every sure single day to yep. say that you're the valid that and actually you supposed to, to work do like here. P test every couple of hours yeah. or whatever. So he ties a pee bag to him. And that goes back to that crazy routine. He's he wearing um, contacts because he has myopia. He, he's nearsighted. So he's wearing contacts that are the color bag. of Jerome's eyes. He has fake blood in his hands, like little um, pouches of fake blood that look like his he fingers. He keeps little samples of like hair to leave at his desk. Yes, in case, uh, in case yeah, someone so does a sweep. It, it, he's he's dealing with a lot, and the ultimate sacrifice that made Eugene, you know, Jude, Jude Law's character, Eugene. made Eugene realize that he was fully committed is the fact that Eugene is six one, and Vincent is he's like five eleven, five ten, something like that. And so it was a fun fact. Actually, Ethan Hawke the is actually height. taller than I they were the same height. He's taller, uh. just a little bit taller than Jude Law, but in the film, uh, Eugene is six one. Vincent is 5'10", so he has, he was like, oh, well, I'll just wear lifts. And he was like, even lifts won't get you to that height. So he literally has to have his legs Surgery. cut, surgically cut. And, and uh, extended. Extended, yeah. So he, he was fall. all in, um, basically. He, and he that's how bad he wanted to achieve his, his goals and dreams because he was against it oh, in the film for a And one time. big thing that we will circle back to because this is a huge part of the plot. Um, Vincent is left-handed. Eugene is right-handed, so just keep. We're gonna just circle back to that. That, that little yeah. detail, but yeah, back to the plot. So basically, he's trying to get to Saturn. Everything's going according to plan, and then one of the professors, or uh, what do they call it, the um, flight director, the one of the directors is murdered, murdered. like <laughs> right, like brutally murdered at the job. And so basically, the the police come in or whatever the Gene police, and they're basically trying to figure out figure out who did it and you know so they're collecting all the little samples of data and whatnot or like particles they're from just people sweeping literally sweeping and sweeping sucking in it in yeah. these vacuums and vincent doesn't realize like he's scratching his eye why he he sees the director laying there dead and a, a eyelash mm-hmm. fall, one of his real eyelashes falls and so they they suck that into the vacuum the police do and then they're reading and they're like valid 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 and then his there's comes across invalid. there's an invalid and they're like all right well there's an invalid here that murdered the director now, so they're basically trying to find him what's great about this film you have to see it is the fact that they show a picture almost like our driver's license your sales dna and all that it flashes a picture of you up on the screen so you literally get a picture of Vincent's face it doesn't have his name it just has invalid and that was one of the things that the guy on the black market um, actually says is the fact that he was like, we don't really look alike. I mean, they cut his hair and they comb him, groom him to look like Eugene, look like Jerome. But he ends up saying he was like, we don't really look alike. And he was like, when was the last time anyone looked at a picture? You could have my face. <laughs> as long as it says valid, that as long blood as it is says good, valid, they, they don't matter. even care. Nobody cares. And it's crazy to see how the entire film, they basically just ignore his photo and it's like he's right there in front of you but because y'all are so caught up in how great the blood works Mm -hmm. y'all just completely miss that small detail that that huge detail you see what you see what you want to see and right Mm -hmm. now all you're seeing is valid or invalid yeah so that's basically the plot that is the plot he is trying to make sure he gets to saturn without getting caught so let's continue with oh go ahead go ahead no i was gonna say let's just continue so we're at the point where um, they have his his eyelash. He's an invalid. 
they know that it's someone there and they just automatically suspect that the invalid is the, the one, one that kills the director. Because you know, they're the inferior people. So it's mm-hmm. only something that they could do. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Um, actually, continue. And that's that, 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 um, that thought process, that thought of because this person is invalid, they have to be the They criminal. have to be the bad guy. Right. You know? And so the police are looking for him. And fun fact, Anton, his brother, is like, I guess, the chief or whatever. We, we don't know it's his brother at first. No, but yeah, you we don't. find out. Yes, that you do the, find out. I guess but head inspector, investigator. They kept highlighting on him. So from the jump, I was like, that's his brother. And and I noticed, like, basically his brother was, like, kind of throwing his second in command, throwing the rest of the guys off the track. Like, he was like, trying to figure out who this Vincent, like, is this my brother? brother. Yep. The and entire time, yeah, he's so like, he's like sort of protecting. Because one, still how could looking. he have still be alive? Yeah, because he lived he was past not, thirty. He's he lived past thirty live years past old. 30. So how is he still alive? Let me make sure this looks like my who my brother would have been, you know, as an adult. Let me see if this is actually him. Yep, and so you have his. Well, you don't know at first, but you know this is spoilers and whatnot. So his brother. um, Basically looking for him to see if it is him and also sort of protecting him in the event that it is him so he mm-hmm. doesn't get caught. I think he wants to kind of confront him first. Yes, before he doesn't goes anything, you know, forward with anything else. Um, so, yeah, it's yeah, He has a, oh, and in, within the film, he has um, Jerome, or Vincent, has a, um, forms a relationship with. Um, Irene. Irene. And with Thurman's yes, character. character. But before that happens, though, this is just how, you know how you can go on someone's desk and kind of snoop around or look through people's stuff? You know, if you go to someone's house and if you are a person that likes to do your own investigating, you kind of open up the medicine cabinets and all that kind of stuff. Well, this is, she does one of those moves. She goes, to, this is just a little side note of something I thought that, wow, that is pretty interesting, is that she's looking at his desk and it's just kind of like, let me see if this guy is really all that people say that he is. I know that he can kill a, kill, key a million keystrokes. Now, mind you, this is something that Vincent is doing, the invalid, king a million keystrokes with no errors at all. So this is something that he's, trained himself to do has nothing to do with his genes because clearly he's an invalid because of his blood but she anyway she takes a piece of hair now mind you he's leaving flakes from cells from jerome's and leaving you know uh, i guess hair or you know he has a comb comb in his desk and if someone sweeps his desk they see dna from jerome so So she grabs a a strand of hair and they have these like Vending, <laughs> vending areas, these machines, this little area, this testing area where you can take someone's cells, DNA or whatever, and 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 give it to them, and within seconds they can basically give like this the same thing, like almost like printout of what they gave when Vincent was born. Like, yeah, they're they're a catch basically. You got uh, a a nine out of ten. He's all of these she things. She runs a test on them, people. Yeah. Before she meets him. And she, before they even really have know each other, she's like, oh, yeah, by the way, I ran a test on you, player. And, you know, it, it all checked <laughs> it's a back, out. It's, it's literally a background check. That's exactly that, what that, it yeah, is. Yeah, basically. And then she, what I like, that scene where they, like, are meeting, she takes one of her lashes and she hands it to him. She's like, I know it's wrong, but you can do it to me. And if you're still interested, um, let me know. Mm-hmm. And then they, like, he blows it out of his hand. Like, oops. I guess we'll never know. Basically right. showing he was interested in her. So they're as a like, person as a and person not and not just like, I don't her. care that you're a valid or invalid. I want to get to know you the way it should be. 
But it's and, not uh, even just valid or invalid. It's kind of like it's everything. Everything. Like, you know, if you have any kind of. Like she mentioned, she said, I have a heart defect. And he was like, I, I don't care. Right. You know, because him, him himself, <laughs> he wasn't. He's like, like he said, 10,000 uh, beats past due. Right. And so they're developing the relationship all while. It's basically like the ultimate juggle. He's trying to. You know, develop this relationship with Irene while trying to avoid the police, while also making sure his friend Eugene is good and taking care. Because Eugene, he basically keeps up Eugene's lifestyle. Yeah. He goes to it's work, like a, he pays the bills. Eugene gives him blood and all the sales, everything that he needs to be Jerome. Yes. So yes. with okay, so now we know that the director has been murdered. They're investigating. There, his brother is hot on the on the on, on the, the case on the case. And Eugene ends up showing up to work. I mean, not Eugene, sorry. Vincent, Jerome, Jerome. ends up showing up to work. And Irene kind of lets him know because she's now found out, like, there's something up with, with him. They have a scene where they're now doing traffic stops to try to find out who this invalid is. Um, he ends up having to take his contacts out. She, Long story short, she finds out that he's not who he said she, she doesn't su- know he's an invalid she suspects but she suspects like something's up with him yeah. and so she he shows up to work and she kind of gives him a heads up like you don't look well today you should probably go home like that because the police were the, the police right are there, there and they're investigating and they're making people do you know blood samples at this point and so um he goes home he gives and um anton finds out his brother finds out that um jerome is not at work and so she was like, I think he's at home. So Vincent has to call Eugene and say, hey, um, I need you to be you today. Yeah. Now, the- mind you, uh, Eugene, the reason why Eugene made this agreement in the first place is because he is in a wheelchair. He he's paralyzed. Has no, he's paralyzed. Cannot walk. And uh, since we're, spoiler, why is he paralyzed? What happened? Okay, he was an Olympic athlete. He, he got, got number silver. Two. He wasn't Instead number one, like they told him, and that like that constant need to meet people's standards. He had he, he an walked accident. in front of a car. Exactly. That, yeah. That's exactly what he said. He said, "I, I just I walked, walked in front of her." And he car. said, "I wasn't drunk. I just did it. I was completely aware, and it just happened." He walked in front of a car, and, and now he's paralyzed. Yeah, so he can't be Jerome that everyone wants him to be. So that's why he agrees to doing the exchange, and that goes. Back to Anton going to his house. Jerome has to find a way to make it upstairs. Yeah, he lives downstairs because he has access to everything, and he has to go upstairs. So Jular did a great. There's I mean, that was just scene where he's climbing the stairs and it's like he cannot he has no use of his legs, and, right? And, and the cop is coming. Get up the stairs. He made it up the stairs. So he army crawls basically like, up these stairs. Yeah, and then he lifts himself up, and then the cop comes, and yeah, he's, he's like, himself. I'm Jerome, and he does the test, and he's like, This is me. And um, and they're actually extracting like where Vincent has these finger uh, fingertips. They're shooting you in the vein. They said, yes, right in the vein to get the good stuff. Yeah, <laughs> right yeah. there. There's no you can't fake and this. It's it coming says, from the source. Oh, so of course it comes back as valid. And he was like, "Well, what did you think it was well, gonna be? It wasn't me." And um, then the, there's this moment of suspense where the cops going downstairs and Vincent's hiding down there. And then the cop gets a call. And they found the person that killed the mission director. And here's the, this is one of my favorite scenes. So there's another director, the head. Mm-hmm. And he mm-hmm. basically, the whole movie, his thing is like, let's get to Saturn because this won't, alignment where we can go to Saturn, one of its moons, 
won't happen for another 70 years, so I'll be dead. So we need to get this going right here, right now before we miss this window. And it's only a week-long window. So all this takes uh, place over the span of a week. Mm -hmm. And basically what I love is that in the the movie, earlier in the movie, the director's like, they're like, we're testing all your students, director, but we haven't tested you, one of the the second-in-command cop. Mm -hmm. And the director basically goes, how dare you? I'm valid. You can even you want me to you want to test me and look at my gene pool. There's mm-hmm. not a single ounce of violence in me. And then in the end, you find out whoop de doo the director was the, the one, one who murdered him. the mission mm-hmm. director. Mm-hmm. And they and they it was just like really like really. <laughs> but it was like okay that makes sense. Of course it was you. You know like right. the one who you would never suspect it to be is the one who did it. And um, it turns out with with Anton doing throwing his second in command off the case, it kind of gave his gave brother him, some time or gave gave the Vincent the time, the second in command time to find out who it who was, who the real killer was. And right. so that way, Vincent's not in trouble. Long story short, Anton, even though he finds out that it wasn't Vincent, he goes back to the house and is like, Vincent, he, I know it's you. And basically, like, you know, you're in trouble because he's he's committing fraud. Yeah. He's you know, he's using someone else's identity. And then he. It basically stems from when they were kids, as they said earlier, oh, Vincent and, and his brother, that. they swim, mm-hmm. um, they race together, right? And while they were young, what like kind of turned the they tide for Vincent the ocean was or- the fact that his brother started like sinking and almost drowning. And Vincent was like, you're the one who's supposed to be saving so me. So that's what, yeah, so that's what always happened. His brother has always outperformed him, except for when one time they were playing chicken and they just, they kept, the goal was to swim until one of them got tired. And they're swimming in the ocean. And his brother always has beat him. And then this one time when they were, what, teenagers? Um, Vincent, Vincent, his brother, him. basically, he, he gives out. And he has starts to, to sink. Him. And Vincent has to save him. And that's when Vincent decided to leave home. He was like, that was all the hope I needed, is that I, I beat my brother one time. And that and shows me that I can do anything because right. I'm not supposed to be doing this. Mm-hmm. But I did. I saved you who's supposed to be saving me so, so I can do this. So now jump to the future. It, His brother challenges him adults. to a swim contest, yeah. basically. And it's like, let's get it on, partner. Yeah, let's and, let's finish this, basically. And then they're racing. And, and then while they're racing, you can see on Anton's face, he can see that Vincent's um, determined. Determined. And he's like, you can see he's puzzled. And then they stop and he asks him, he's like, how are you doing this? Oh, and, and that's one of my favorite quotes in the in the movie is he says, um, you know, how are you doing this, Vincent? And um, so what he sinks. He's sinking. He sinks. He's like, Vincent ends up having to save him for the second time now. And he says, you want to know how I did it? This is how I did it, Anton. I never saved anything for the swim back. So that means like, he everything he that he's doing, all. he's giving his all with everything. As you should, you know. Be. They say you take um take full advantage, not advantage, but you live your life with intention, and you you make every moment count. And that's yeah. what he did. He gave it. He never saved anything mm-hmm. to go back. He didn't he put was it like, on Plan B. No, there was no Plan B for him. A like a lot of so he gave it his all every single time. Mm-hmm. And his brother, you know, it showed that. Sometimes your heart, your spirit, your will will outweigh it, what what your physio you know, what you physically can do. Do or what people say you can do, or even what your DNA says you can do. Mm-hmm. It does not matter if you have the willpower and the heart and the determination to get it done. And so that's basically the film. Um, one thing I I did. This is small, but I noticed. I was like, why why is this a thing? So you know, earlier in the film when they're running, when the cops are still chasing Vincent, mm-hmm. um, two things actually. 
back to the car scene before we talk about the end. Mm-hmm. What I noticed and what I liked is I was like, they're using 1950s cars, but mm-hmm. they're I electric. Love that. 19- right. I was like, that's the a 1950s cars, yeah. car, mm-hmm. but he just plugged in like an electrical thing. So it's like, I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Um, this is a apparently the director too. didn't have the budget, like they didn't the film. Mm-hmm. They didn't have the budget to get futuristic looking cars. Mm-hmm. So that's why they use like the 1950s cars. But I actually think that was, that made it better. It's like, oh yeah, like it, a it joke, had like, a whole look. They had like an old, mm-hmm. like a 1950s look, but this is a futuristic movie. Yeah. Oh, and speaking of the director, um, the director, Andrew um, Nicole, I mean, yeah, I believe I'm pronouncing that wrong. If I'm not, I'm, please forgive me. But Nicole, um, he wrote and directed this movie. So big ups to you. I love this film. Um, so yes. So we that, I thought that about- was cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they were running away from the cops, when the cops were like hot on the trail, mm-hmm. and then Irene just fell out of nowhere. I was like, girlfriend, what are you doing? No, her yeah. heart gave out. Oh, that's what that's it was. That's what it was, okay, yeah. Okay, because she was like, oh, no. like, what is happening? Because remember on the treadmill she when did. she was running she and stop. her thing started to okay. beat really fast? Yep, that makes sense. Her heart was giving out. So that's it's not said. that she can't, put, she never tries to push herself. But it was like her, I think her heart probably started to palpitate a little bit harder than it was. And... She does, does she remember? She does tell them, like, yeah, you know, okay. She so, I didn't even, condition. I just thought she, I was like, because you know, in these movies, when people be running, they just people be fall out. all the time. But no, I think out. she probably was but having yeah, a okay. moment that actually needed. makes a lot of she sense. She probably has to just do the same thing Vincent does and train herself to like really like push herself. But this is the first time she's taken off running for a distance, and she's like, oh, oh wait, and she's like, yeah. I can't do this, yeah. So, that was cool. Um, and then the end where they brought it full circle, where Vincent's like, yeah, you know, I'm an invalid. Clearly, you know, mm-hmm. and then he's like, take my eyelash, do the test. If you're still interested, let me know. And she does the same thing he did in the beginning where she's like, blows it away. And is right. like, Oops. So I'd love that. And then the ending go this where we oh, said, remember is- um, that Vincent is left handed. No, no, wait, wait, before we get to the okay. ending, um, Jude Law's character, um, uh, n- not Jude Law, Eugene, sorry, Eugene. y'all, Eugene, um, Vincent's getting ready to go out of space. He's ready. The trip is set. They're going. They're doing it. And, you know, they're saying their, their farewells because it's a trip around the sun. It'll be a year. It'll be a year. Yeah, Saturn and um, one of Titan, I think. Uh-huh. Is that Saturn's moon? They were going to one of Saturn's moons. Um, he uh, he prepares a lifetime. He, he, they're saying their goodbyes. And he's like, what is all of this? You know, and Jude Law has prepared. Jude Law. Eugene. Eugene. <laughs> Eugene. <laughs> Eugene has prepared a lifetime's worth of samples. Two lifetimes. Two lifetimes worth of samples of just everything. Blood, urine, urine bags, cells, cell, DNA. hair, everything. All all things to keep Jerome alive and 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 on this earth and as a valid. Um yeah, he's prepared this, you know, storage room, a freezer filled of all of these samples. And he was like, What are all this for? And he tells him, I'm going on a trip myself mm-hmm. um and then and then he was like well, you know he was you know of course vincent is saying thank you and he says um he says i don't know how to thank you and eugene says no no i got the better end of the deal you only lent i only lent you my body you lent me your dream which is like oh my gosh you know that that was a very touching moment for me yes that he lent him his dream um and then, okay, so now we get now into Vincent's the... Now Vincent's getting ready to get on his ship. He's going... Oh, it's and also... speaking of this... I'm sorry. No, you're good. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, I didn't. Go finish. 
No, it's the doctor, Doctor Lamar. Uh-huh. Um, I believe, yes, Doctor Lamar. So to mind you, <laughs> Doctor Lamar has made a comment or two. You know, when they're having to do these um, uh, urine tests, urine test, and he comes in and he says, basically, Jerome, you know, pisses on command. <laughs> like, you know, sometimes it takes people a minute to kind of be like, oh gosh, I got to do another test, and it takes them a minute. He's like, El Jerome, you know, pisses on, pisses on command. And he makes a comment about his equipment. And he was like, and he always says this. Did I ever tell you about my son? And Vincent never is, is always like, no, you haven't. But he kind of like kinda dismisses him in a, sen- yep. in a sense. Um, he was like, well, yeah, remind me one day. And the doctor, Lamar, always tells him, you know, remind me one day to tell you about my son. And, you know, this happens like once or twice in the film. And at the very end, you know, he's like, I don't need any samples. I'm going in outer space. I'm not going to need to be like Jerome in outer space, in space. And Dr. Lamar, he was like, what is this? And they was like, yeah, this is, you know, a test. new protocol that they, they've um, established before you can go into space. You got to do another test, a final test. And he, you know, Vincent is unprepared. And he says, um... You know, he, he's basically talking about like, you know, I was almost there. No, uh, you know, I've done everything that everyone else could have done and anyone else could have done. And, you know, he's saying all these things and he's, you know, get leaving his sample. Dr. Lamar runs the test. And it shows and up invalid in with Vincent's face Dr. Lamar gives him the look. Look like, dude. <laughs> and then he. um He says, did it- I ever tell you about my son? Yeah, but he talks to him about his son. And he and was like, my, my son is not all that they have said that he could he could be. And, you know, he says that his son wants to date, one day wants to work in the space program, but they're not all that he says that he could be. But, you know, I believe that he could. And um, he changes the, the, valid to, the valid, valid to valid to Jerome's profile. And Vincent looks at him like, what is this about? And then he was like, you want to tell what he says? No, you got it. He, he tells them that they don't. He was like, oh, he's like, oh, he was like, for future reference, right-handed men don't hold it with the left. It's just one of those things. That's so that circle brings it full circle to Vincent is left-handed. Jerome is right-handed, and, the doc- and he's been the using the wrong time. hand. The doctor knew the whole time. Yeah, that just shows how chill and cool the doctor is. Number one, to mind his own business. He was, I mean, that is the definition. Number two, to be like, just to see how like Vincent was a good person and he wasn't trying to do anything wrong. He just wanted to live his dream. He just wanted to live his dream. And the doctor admires that and he lets him do exactly that. Because he he has a son that may be in the same situation. situation And he would want, yeah. I would want my, I wouldn't want my son to be limited or not given opportunities just because his they DNA say he can't do it. But it's because they say that his DNA d- it doesn't won't match allow. that. Right. That when he has dream. the willpower, intelligence and drive to actually so get it done, do his, you know, and, um, see his dream to fruition. Yeah. So Vincent and it shows, goes into goes outer space. space and it ends with the stars and Vincent's like, I'm going home and that's it. Well, almost it. Yeah. We're leaving out one part of it, but I think that part is should be left for you to the see for yourself. And audience. Huh? For the audience. Yeah, for the audience to see for themselves. Sure, sure, sure. Um, And it's one quote that says, that Vincent says at the end that I thought was touching. He says, for someone 
who was never meant for this world, I must confess I'm suddenly having a hard time leaving it. Of course, they say every atom in our bodies was once part of a star. Maybe I'm not leaving. Maybe I'm going home. home. And it does also, I'm not going to spoil this. I want everyone to see this for themselves. But Jerome does go on his own trip, and they do show that. But yeah, I think but that that's should be for the left audience for, the, to see. for viewers to watch. But mm-hmm. he does, Jerome, just as you're seeing Vincent go on his trip, Jerome is going on his own as well. So they do show that. Um, as far as the film goes, I think that's all I have to say. If you're ready, I'm ready to talk about these interesting facts a yes, little bit. Yes, let's bring in all the right. interesting, interesting facts. facts before we get ready to get out of here. Um, first things first. Did you know that the film was voted the most accurate sci-fi film ever uh, made by scientists at NASA? Like, NASA voted this one of the highest, like... I did know real. that, but that's an interesting fact for our yes, audience, though. Yes, yeah. anyone that didn't know that. Also, Jude Law's next fact. Jude Law um, is called Eugene, as mm-hmm. we have established Eugene. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's asked to be called that name. You know, that's what he asked for them to call him in the film. You're going to mm-hmm. call him Eugene. Eugene... The, the name originated from the Greek language in like a word for um, well-born mm-hmm. or something like that. Well, so that's what that it was, was yeah. 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 So I thought that was cool. Um, you knew this already, but for, the, uh, for those that did, do not, the title of the film, Gattaca, is actually it's, composed. It's G-A-T-T-A-C-A. Yes, G-A-T, yes. Is composed entirely of the letters used to label the nucleotide bases of DNA, the four nitrogen bases are thymine, cytos- excuse me if I'm pronouncing this wrong, cytosine, guanine, adenine, adenine, thymine, and cytosine. Cytosine, yes, those four. And Gattaca is composed of each, at least one of the four of those mm-hmm. um, those words. Which I thought was really, really cool. cool. I that's mean, a, that is just like... That's a good detail. Yeah. That's one of those things where it's it like, like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, you have to do some research to find that out. Um this is a minor detail, but still cool and see how they did it. Uh, back oh, to, go, go ahead. ahead. You go ahead. No, the, even, uh, this was small, but I, uh, this is a fact that I found out. The staircase. That's what I was a, just oh, about to say. Look oh, you got it. Great right lines. Um, the staircase in Jerome's apartment was shaped like a DNA, um, like how a DNA looks, basically. Mm-hmm. Like it was a circular thing, and that's crazy. Spiral, how yeah. At the same yeah. time. It was um, very cool. Uh, yeah, so his, that was a minor detail, but still very, very, uh, like, that, that's one of my favorite things. It's, Little it's, details it's, 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 in the, films. I think the story is in the details. Yes. Yeah, so, absolutely. I so mean. So that's one of those things that just adds on to the overall story. Um, so did you know that the name of Thurman's character in the film is Irene Ka- Cassini? Or, I'm saying that. I'm butchering it. Cassini? What is it? Cassini or... Cassini, Cassini. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Butchering it. Don't make fun of me, people. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Anyways, Cassini or Cassini or Cassini, however you say it, is the surname of the 17th century Italian astronomer Giovanni Domenico Cassini, who discovered wow. the prominent gap in Saturn's main rings, as well as the icy moons. Um, and, you know, in Gattaca, the space mission is destined for Saturn. Exactly. So that's yeah. another thing. Like, mean, you would never know that. I didn't, didn't know that, but that is, that's, yeah, that is, they really went the details, not just in the film, but in like the, the name and the this and everything. Naming was, the characters and everything. Wow. Amazing. That's, that's um, pretty awesome. Did you know that on the scanners, uh, or yes, on the scanners, as you said, we both stated, they show the people's pictures mm-hmm. and they show a little symbol every time it's like valid or invalid. Mm-hmm. Um, 
an infinity symbol appears next to a valid's name. I saw that. Denoting mm-hmm. that they're infinite potential. They have infinite oh, potential. Oh, see, um, I didn't know that then, part of it. I didn't remember the infinity sign. Yes. And next to an invalid's name, a dagger appears in a tax, taxonomy. A dagger next to a taxon indicates extinction. Oh, or wow. in addition, the dagger also symbolizes a cross, which is a reference to invalids being called godchildren. Godchild. God so it's like it's a two that's for pretty, one. That's pretty. Yeah. It's like that. I thought that was. And really isn't cool. that crazy? Godchild is the one that's invalid. Yep. And it's wow. The natural way wow. is just not the way, I guess. Um, the movie was promoted with a fake ad in Washington when it was coming out. What? Uh, <laughs> It was promoted with a fake ad in the Washington Post for a company offering to genetically alter embryos with the tagline, oh <laughs> children made to order. The ad, the ad had a list of genetic traits that could uh, supposedly be added to your child along with a phone number. That's crazy. Thousands of people called that number <laughs> oh wanting gosh. to have their unborn children altered. That's wow, a real so thing. I mean, with, shows, even with that, it's kind of like, like if scientists want to really push baby. that. Wow. 1-800-make-your-child. That's you got, I mean, yeah. people want the best for their children. You want the from. best of the yep. best, but... Still, I mean, it's just crazy. But then that also is like pushing science to a limit. To it's it's limit. like, do we really want to do that? Yep. And I'm going to get to a fact about that as well. Um, next fact, though. The original ending for... This is the actually perfect, um, perfect timing. So the original ending for Gattaca... Mm-hmm. Featured images of Albert Einstein, Abraham Lincoln, and John F. Kennedy, and a couple more people, right? Okay. Uh, there was a statement at the end stating that if genetic screening and modification, all these things, had existed in these people's lifetimes, they would never have been born. Wow. So okay. uh, each photo came with a caption of what their genetic flaws were. For example, Einstein had dyslexia. Uh, Lincoln had Marfan syndrome. Kennedy had Addison's disease. So all these prominent wow. people in history that people look up to and call great they would and never have existed because they've actually pushed civilization, you know, and, you know science to limits and all these things. And um, and it ended the film ended with stating that you, the viewer, wouldn't have existed either. Obviously, that was cut because people didn't <laughs> like being told that they were they were invalid, that were invalid, <laughs> and that they weren't perfect. No, so but they, I think the part showing real. Einstein, you know, Einstein and Abraham yeah, Lincoln, like and that's Kennedy. real. Showing them and being like, you know, these Even would have been considered as invalids, but doesn't mean that you, you can't, can't be achieve great. great things. No. And yeah. that's what uh, that's where it goes back to that. Should we really change things? Because it's like you would get rid of a lot, almost everybody in a sense. Not all, every, not, no one is perfect. Because sometimes people push themselves. Like, look at, here's one. Stephen Hawking. Yes. For example, he would not. I mean, yes. this great mind, scientific Genius mind, mind would have been an invalid and not. Even not allowed Stephen to have Hawking. access to resources and everything because his, you know, his his body, his condition, his condition, you know, yeah. yeah. So, what ha- so yeah, but so. he pushed himself. If it wasn't for that condition, maybe he wouldn't have pushed himself to the extent. And you being know. one of the greatest yes. minds mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. So it's like, even though people we're not are brilliant, but paper, sometimes our we don't have to be perfect on paper to be great. Sometimes our flaws will make us push beyond what we're yeah what, what we think we're, we're capable mm-hmm. of and whatnot, and in cre- and achieving yeah. great things that affect everybody. Yes, um, two more. Mm-hmm. So the original title of the movie was called "The Eighth Day," mm-hmm. which was a reference to biblical days of creation. When the so movie was seven. complete, yes, mm-hmm. there's only seven, so it's like the eighth day, the new is what man decided day, they was gonna the, create the new the new world, mm. and it said uh, when the movie was completed, there was another movie released with that title, <laughs> so they were forced to change it. I'm actually glad. 
Because I love it's one of those Gattaca titles, Gattaca, types. and it's, then just yes. the way that they came up with it sounds so spacey, like futuristic. Mm-hmm. It does. Um, and lastly, as incredible as the film was, as mm-hmm. we thought it was, mm-hmm. um, it completely bombed at the box oh. office. Uh, when it was released, it only made twelve million dollars in theaters, and I think oh budget was thirty-six million. Ooh. But now it's like it, I, what I like about that is like sometimes it takes. Sometimes things are maybe before their time, and sometimes it takes people a while to realize how great things are. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, what's his name? Picasso? Mm-hmm. Pablo Picasso? Mm-hmm. Everyone thought his paintings were weird. But now it's like, he's He was before his time. Right. He was he's before his time. He's the greatest of the great. But it's like, when he was alive, y'all, y'all like, what garbage. And like, what is this weirdness? Mm-hmm. But that's... They weren't looking at things, used to seeing things. That's, that's where it's right. like, sometimes you got to give things that. time to bloom and allow people to see the beauty in them. There's a, but, a place and a space for everyone. Yes. Everything. Um, but yeah, man. It was... I love I, the film. It's one of my favorites. I guess I'll eight and a half. I, I, it's, it's hard for me to give anything a, a 10, but I'm like a nine and a half. Nine and a half. Yeah. It's a good film. I definitely recommend it. I would say probably a nine because it's one part in there. And I, we, we, we skipped over that part. But I just... I'm like, oh. Why? Why? I understand, but I understand why, why, but we won't but go like, into that. We'll let oh, every viewers yeah. watch the film, but maybe yeah. like a nine point two five. Okay, I give it a saw eight yeah. and a half. Yeah, it was up there 7. for me. I it's loved a good it. Film. I loved Great it. Film, everything. Um, but as far as that goes, I think I've got everything off of my mind. Um, the invalid is out, people. Oh my gosh, <laughs> no! Y'all go ahead and watch the film. Watch the film. Um, like, subscribe, comment, comment. Let anything. us know what you thought about the film. Let us know if there's anything that you want us to review. Let us know how we're doing. We're gonna have rapid fire, people. We coming with the heat. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna say which movies next, but we have. We got, we got some a lot big of good stuff movies. coming up. Shout out and to we're all gonna these be doing some streaming platforms: Netflix, HBO Max, Hulu. All, the, all you know, of all you. Of we you. may be forgetting some, but you know, all of you. You know, anyone that I can watch a movie on. Thank you. Because <laughs> right. y'all, you know, that allows me to do this. So for so. this one, it was Appreciate Netflix. Thank you. Thank you. you thank Netflix. you for putting Gattaca on Netflix. And we're going to be doing a lot of these blasts from the past coming soon. Everything. We got new, new films, ones like, coming out, but we got, we we just got some Morbius, oldies, but goodies. The Morbius uh, mm-hmm. episode mm-hmm. will be released by the time this one is released. Um, you've got like Sonic coming out. you got Doctor Strange. Then you we have. We got a lot of good stuff like coming Like I said, up. I wanted to review Blade, Goodwill Hunting. A lot of. Yeah, we got so, some good ones. Yeah, list. no, but yeah. But we, stuff we like. got some good stuff coming. Ghosts. Good. And you know. Um, so yeah. Um, I'm your host, Gabe. I'm Joe. And this is time to, to get, get real. real. We'll catch y'all in the next one.